Hello and welcome to the 72nd episode of The Sausage Factory, which is brought to you by Spong.com and hosted by me, Chris O'Regan. In this show we interview video game developers and ask them how they made their start making games, what their influences are and who inspires them. Split into two halves, the show initially focuses on the developer themselves, and in the second half we discuss the game they're here to promote, which in this case is Strike Vector EX by Ragequit Corporation. Paul, who are you and what do you do? Hi Chris, uh, very nice to meet you. Uh, so um, I'm a game developer and I have been working on uh, Strivector EX and Strivector uh, PC, you know, so it's the first one and Strivector EX is the one we are developing right now. Uh, so I have been uh, starting um, drawing and uh, illustration concept art, you know, as I was a student. I've been okay. very fascinated by uh, by, you know, a drawing from uh, Star Wars, you know, um, so you're old designer. Sorry to interrupt, you're preempting my first question then, which is, how did you make your start? So you're an illustrator initially, is that right? Yes, I, I start as an illustrator. Right, wow. And um, so, I, yes, I start as an illustrator and um, I just, uh, I started uh, to do uh, an intern, you know, in a video game company because... Uh, I was thinking maybe my uh, drawing could uh, help, you know, uh, doing some games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started uh, doing intern in a Nadeo company who do uh, Trackmania. And it was just the very beginning of uh, Shootmania. So it was very funny to do some uh, artwork for that and uh, that it could help, you know, uh, design, uh, designing the, the game. And after this, that intern, I realized I could really work in a game industry. So uh, I found some, uh, you know, uh, the way to get to work, you know, a job. And uh, I've been, uh, I started um, to work with uh, Don't Know the Entertainment, who done uh, Remember Me uh, at this time. Okay. And I think I spent uh, three years and a half, uh, you know, designing all the universe of um, Remember Me. And right. it was very, very, very fascinating and very interesting. Uh, I learned so much um, in, uh, in this company. And after that, um, I, I really wanted to, um, you know, to develop my uh, own, uh, my own uh, universe, uh, my own game with a friend. You know, I started uh, illustration with a friend, um, and uh, we always wanted to work together. So. Uh, at the time we said, uh, we said, uh, okay, let's do a game. It could be very fun to do it. And, uh, you know, we were at, on Skype, you know, talking on Skype and we said, uh, okay, let's find an idea. So after 10 minutes, we found the idea of Strive Vector. So, you know, because, uh, uh, we like FPS and aircraft. So we wanted to try to mix something with that. And, uh, we had the idea of Strive Vector and, then we we started um, uh you know uh, creating uh, the game uh, the universe you know uh, it took maybe uh, a year before we we left our company but uh, so it take a year to you know uh, you know um, shape you know the what could be this game exactly you know because you can have like aircraft and uh, and fps but a first person shooter but how does it work you know what are your key uh, uh you know uh Weapon, uh, how do you play the game? You know, is it like a multiplayer? Is it like uh, just a solo game? And 
Yes, so it was very, very long to, to learn how to do that because I think we are quite young to, you know, we had like a very young experience uh, on game uh, industry. It's, so Yeah, it, I mean, this really is a, a triumph to, that's your first title. And from what I played of it, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to admit I only recently encountered it, I'm sorry, but I've seen so many games and it's, um, it's annoying that uh, gems like this miss me. Um, so thanks for introducing me to it. Um, I'm not saying that because I'm talking to you. I generally do find it a fascinating, a fascinating game. I've been playing it. I'm rubbish at it, but I know I can get better at it, which is why I keep playing it. But I've also, I love watching videos of, it's really a fantastic spectator game, isn't it? You can really, um, get involved with that. It's, it's, it's awesome that way. Uh, I'm not sure if that was always your intention, but it's really good. Cool. It's good yeah. to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So, okay. Well, that's cool. So, do you want to, I, mean, well, I do have a, a follow-up question, but do you want to talk any, any nuance about the art style you used or where, where you, where, you know, the, the kind of um, struggles you had of actually, you know, the learning curve, I hate using that phrase, but do you know what I mean, to, to actually getting the game development? Because the barrier of entry is much lower than it used to be. Um, how... So what are your biggest influences as a video game creator? Uh, I think uh, we are very um, inspired by a um, uh, sh- shooter game, you know, a f- uh, first, person, uh, first person shooter game. Yeah. Uh, we have, so you, uh, you know, we are... Hmm? I was about to say, sorry to interrupt, but your game feels like Unreal Tournament to me. Yes, yes, you are very... Um, Yes, we, 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 we played hours and hours to Quake 3, uh, Unreal, uh, Counter-Strike, you know, and also flying games like uh, Crimson Skies, you know, all the Star Wars uh, flying game, you know, on the, on the Nintendo, you know, very old game. Uh, they were f- such um, fascinating, and I always remember those games, you know, in my, uh, my mind. <laughs> yeah. And I yes, that's, this is the most inspiration of, uh, of our games, you know, FPS and flying games. Yeah, and it's it's amazing that you've merged the two because when uh, you, if you describe it, it sounds a bit odd that you can try and merge two very different genres into into one. Yes, but you know uh, when all game I've been uh, playing, you know, playing, you, you always you know uh, doing like dog, classic dog fighting, you know, yes. always you know you're following someone and you know situation don't really change, you know, and uh, we're always uh, thinking how. Can we do, you know, like um, a classic uh, first-person shooter? So people are, you know, uh, in front, you know, of each other. So you can do like go from the side, you know, you can, uh, you can, you know, uh, go behind the wall, you know, having something more um, nervous and um, uh, violent. <laughs> you know, with um, it was very interesting to mix um, the skill of uh, first-person shooter and uh, flying, uh, flying game. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about later on how you achieved that before we go. We're going to go much, much deeper level into the details of, of, of the game. But, uh, yeah, it's, clear, it's pretty obvious that uh, I think the first-person shooter influence is very, very much up in your face. And like I said, it reminded me a lot when I play in the game of some pretty intense levels in Unreal Tournament. So, who do you most admire in the video game industry? Um, who, uh, 
um, I'm very fa- uh, actually, you know, those days uh, I'm very fascinated by uh, um, Kerbal Space Program. Uh, oh yes. You know, uh, this game uh, really um, uh, changed our mind. <laughs> really, which we we played so much this game, and I'm, I'm more uh, interested um, with uh, independent experience. You know, uh, yes. I find more refreshing. Um, it's like you know, I I feel like I I'm discovering a new, really refreshing experience. You know, while I when I'm playing to a big game, you know. Where I just have the feeling, you know, uh, it's the same game, but uh, just with different uh, mood and uh, texture, you know. But it's almost game are very similar. So yeah, I'm very inspired by um, uh, yes, uh, independent uh, games. Right. So you're basically your peers, other video game, independent video game developers, people who make um, the Stanley Parable, or people who make as as, as you mentioned. Um, Kerbal Space Program, yes? Yeah, yes, totally. Okay, uh, I'm with you there 100%. Uh, um, <laughs> and it's one of the reasons I do this show, to promote people like that who make these crazy games, uh, especially Stanley Parable, that game is crazy. Um, it's not really a game, it's more like a comedy. But um, So, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk... The last. This is my favourite question for the first half of the show. And um, it... Uh, it gives me a hint about what makes you tick as a developer and also as a person. It's not personal, at least I don't think it is. And the question is, um, what are you playing right now? Uh, right now, I am playing. Um, um, how does it call? Um, um, uh, Warband, uh, Mutant Blade uh, Warband. Right. Uh, do, bit about do you it. know the game? Do, do you know the game? No, I don't. No, tell us about it. Oh, oh, really? Uh, I think it's a pretty similar experience uh, as a Kerbal Space Program. Uh, it's uh, you know you start as um, a knight, you know, and um, you know it's on Steam and PC, okay. and um, you. It's funny because they they, they, um, they mixed uh, you know first person shooter and uh, third person shooter, so. You start on uh, one map, right? With uh, just one night, and you can go in, you know, uh, visit some uh, city, some uh, some castle, you know, and you can start uh, recruit people, you know, mercenaries, everything, you know. But at the beginning, you you just have like an army of two or three people, and it's already cool, you know. And then you can start to fight, you know. And when you fight or talk with someone, you you play in a first-person shooter. So it's like a Counter Strike experience or or mid, uh, chivalry medieval warfare, and it's very fun, you know, because when you want to fight, you can fight, and um, you know you have the feeling with some with skill, you know, okay. you can be very good at it, and you still have you know uh, another experience when you don't want to fight, you can you know travel, uh, do uh, you know sell some prisoner, you know. Uh, you can. It's a very funny game. You can, uh, you know, uh, burn uh, uh, cities. You, know? <laughs> you can do everything you want. It's very, very cool. You know, it's like a um, medieval warfare simulation with politics. Uh, you know, you can work for a king, uh, or people can work for you when you when you became strong. So you can really spend a lot of time on it, and it's very addictive. <laughs> sounds sounds awesome. I'll have to check it out. Um, 
Yes, you should. Yeah, so so many games though. But uh, I, I I once hmm. called my my pile of shame. You know, that expression where you have a pile of games you haven't played yet. Uh, but a friend of mine said, actually, no, it's not a pile of shame, Chris. You're just investing in the video game industry. And, uh, <laughs> that's, that's quite funny. And now that's what I say. It's like, no, no, it's not a pile of shame. No, I'm, I'm helping people out here. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I, thanks for sharing that. Nothing like um, nothing like your um, strike vector at all, which is brilliant because that's quite common. I've found a lot of your peers and developers don't play games at all what they're working on and nothing like them and uh, I think it's like a palette cleanser or like a, 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 a is that well not palette um, how can I put this like a, a cleanse like a you know a, a, a contrast to bearing on what you're you're spending your days and hours doing you actually you know um, step away from it for a while and play something completely different um, so that's the um, well. Thanks for letting us know about that game. That's awesome. I'm going to check that out. Um, I'm going to uh, move on now to the second half of the show, where we actually get into the uh, details of Strike Vector EX. So, Paul, tell us about Strike Vector EX. What is uh, Strike Vector, yeah, Strike EX is um, a game for um, currently in development and will be released uh, in PS4 and Xbox One. So it's a flying uh, first-person uh, shooter, uh, very dynamics and uh, very funny to play. <laughs> so you're flying a uh, vector. It's a massive uh, combat uh, aircraft, and um, you can you can go, you know, like a jet, you know, uh, flying very fast, very very fast, going through structure like you know in Star Wars, you know, the Death Star and stuff like that. And when you want, uh, when you want, you can stop, you know, uh, and you look like uh, a mech, you know, or a um, helicopter, and you can be very very more accurate, you know, to to shoot down uh, other uh, other player. Um, so yeah, that's the main uh, thing of our game. You know, you can transform and play the way you want in uh, in the air uh, airfield. So we have um, a multiplayer game mode. Uh, so you can uh, play with um, 12 to um, 16 people at the same time. So you will have uh, a lot of game mode. You know, like deathmatch, uh, team deathmatch, uh, capture the flag, stuff like that. And uh, we have uh, our main um, evolution from the PC version because the PC version where only have um, uh, multiplayer game mode, and now we have the solo campaigns so we, with a story, you know, uh, people, a uh, lot of uh, cool things, you know, cinematics, uh, uh, illustration, uh, movie, you know. So we did a uh, lot of effort to 
make this game uh, uh, more playable, you know, at the beginning. So, you know, when, when you have, you know, um, a beginner, when you arrive in the multiplayer, I think it's uh, quite too hard, you know, so it's good to have a solo campaign so people can learn all the basics and um, feel more comfortable after to go to the, the real fight. <laughs> there is a very extensive tutorial section in the game. I'm, I'm assuming in the PC version. I'm assuming that remains in this new version. Mm. Yes, it's a main evolution. Right. Okay. So that wasn't a question. That was just a. You know. But so the next question I oh, have. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I've got another question. Don't worry. I've got five here. That, that was a minor sort of thing. Um, the original Strike Vector relied on precision controls with the mouse. How are you translating this to a console controller? Uh, it was uh, easier as we, we we think, you know. Uh, at the beginning, we were thinking, oh, how can, how can it work, you know, with a paddle? You know, it's going to be impossible. But it's really more simple to play now because, uh, you know, you... It's, the pad is, uh, paddle is something very, controller, sorry, it's something very simple, you know, you don't have a lot of, uh, you know, things and possibility on a, on a controller, so you had to do something very simple and, uh, you know, uh, you're going to the, uh, how can I say, essential? I don't know if it's a good word, but right. it's, uh, it's really more um, easy, you know, to take the, the control at the first time, you know. Uh, you can shoot uh, easier and, um, you know, we had to uh, work uh, something, you know, to make it more uh, um, accessible, you know. Yes. Uh, you know, when, when the main thing uh, on PC was, you know, when you want to uh, to transform your mech, you know, to a jet or uh, something more uh, stationary, you, yes. had to press, uh, a, um, you have to press a K, you know. And it was very hard for people, you know, when they play at the same time. Okay, I'm gonna, uh, you know, they're flying, and when they are in front of a wall, and oh my God, what, what, what should I do? And, and they, uh, they just crash because yes. they just had to push and button. It's too complicated. And now it's more like, uh, you know, um, you're running, you know, so you just have to press something. Yes. And when you want to stop, you just uh, remove your your finger, and you know it stops. So we work a lot of um, more like. Um, uh, how to make it more comfortable, you know? Yes. What is the, the best thing to play this game, you know? Okay. How to feel more easier, comfortable, you know? So it's very easier to play it with, um, with it that, uh, than PC version. Okay. Um, was there some aim assist also installed, or did you need to bother with that? Uh, there is a very little uh, aim assist, but I think... Uh, I think the aim assist don't really make difference because we more worked, you know, uh, weapons, you know, how the um, how you play it, you know, like for example, you can, you know, it was very very accurate on a PC and we did work it to make it uh, uh, accurate. Um, um, how can I explain? Uh, you know, it's not accurate as the PC version. No. It's more like you can touch easier, you know, because if you want to touch uh, like the PC version, it's impossible. So we did work um, to, uh, you know, so the weapon can touch, um, but there is still a lot of uh, skill, you know. Okay. So it's um, cool. Yeah, I, I, it's a fascinating transition from one control method to the other. 
because the, the mouse is very unique uh, and it allows you to do to point and shoot, point and shoot uh, with a first-person shoot. That's what a mantra, a little thing in my head that when I'm playing first-person shooters like Call of Duty or something like that, it's simply point. Okay, I pointed. Now shoot. Okay, I shoot. And uh, it's uh, it's um, and you can't really do that with a with a console. You have to think in a slightly different way. And I just yes. wanted, I just wanted to get that out of you. And it looks like you've understood it. Like you, uh, like I had no doubt you would. But I wanted to convince the listeners that you've actually understood and respected that. Um, the next question is a very straightforward one. You've got two fly modes in Strike Vector and Strike yes. Vector EX. How did this evolve during the game's development? Why are they there? I know the answer to this, but I want you to tell me. Yes, so you have the, um, the first mode, the, you, who is uh, the jet mode, so you like uh, uh, a classic, uh, classic ship, you know, aircraft. So you can go very fast, you know, um, so it's, uh, it's very uh, intense to play. You can really... Uh, uh, follow people, you know, uh, and when uh, whenever you want, you can uh, stop as uh, the second uh, the second mode, you know, yes. with the stationary mode. That's right. And then you have the the um, first person shooters uh, control, so yes. you can go from side, you know, can go up and down. Yep, that's correct. Uh, and you're very very uh, slower than uh, the jet mode, so right. you're like you know, you 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 know. You, can be touched, uh, you, you can be killed more um, easily if you stay too much in this position. So, yes. uh, almost of the time, people, uh, you know, uh, run, you know, so they are in jet mode, and when they want to destroy someone, they just stop, shoot him, and go back in jet mode. And okay. it's always the way when you want to, you know, make a quick turn, you stop, and then you go back to jet mode. So, it makes something very uh, dynamics and um, very uh, fun to play, you know, when you want to go in the Yes. The small things, or if you want to to run, you know, in a, the other platform you have in front of you. So yeah. How did that come about? How did you invent? Mm. How did you invent that? Uh, I think uh, it was like uh, like uh, I said, uh, you know, when uh, I met my friend, you know, and we were thinking, oh, we want to do a, a game, you know, but all flying games are similar, and we want to do uh, something with. Um, uh, first-person shooter control. So, how can we mix? How can we uh, play a game, you know, with first-person shooter control and a, with a jet, you know? And we say, okay, uh, we should have one uh, one mode, you know, in first-person shooter. And when you press uh, a key, you you're uh, a ship, you know, and yes. that's it. <laughs> it's come like uh, just ten minutes, and we have the idea. And I just think it's <laughs> very. I just want the reason I'm focusing on that and keeps on really pounding away, if you will, or keep on pressing you. So I think it's very clever what you've done to create a first-person shooter because it's been tried before, air combat um, and that sort of stuff. But I think you've actually taken it at a different place and said, look, let's just mix it up and allow people to fly the planes because they want to, because they're planes, but also to be able to manoeuvre and switch and get into other spots without having to do barrel rolls and very complex manoeuvres in, in the air. Um, and I think that's really clever, that's all. So, <laughs> I'm happy if you yeah. like it. 
Um, so the uh, next question I've got um, is um, the third person view uh, mm-hmm. seems to be an easier play mode in my in my opinion, while the first person view is more impactful. It's it's more intense. It's really you know you feel vulnerable when you're in that that space. Why did you include these two? Both views when really third person seems to be the default view. Could you tell us? Mm, yes, it's very easy to answer this question okay. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know in the team we have um, uh, you know at, at the time we were developing the PC version we were four you know and two of the people were really um, excited by playing you know in third person view you know and I'm a big fan of. Uh, First person view, um, and I was really, I really wanted to get a first person view in the game, so we did it. And uh, after that, we realized uh, the two uh, views have very different, uh, uh, you know, um, possibilities. You know, when you're in third view, you can see larger, you know, around you, but you can't go, you know, in a very small area. You know, you you are not uh, accurate. As a first-person view, you know, uh, I've been playing um, oh. maybe uh, always in a first-person view, and when I, uh, you know, I played, you know, two months in a third-person view, and it really, it's really a different way to, to play the game. And I think you can be, um, you can be very good um, in the two two modes. You know, the first one, uh, you know, the first. Um, First one, people in the the leaderboard, the leaderboards, you know, in our game is play first person shooter. So, I think you know, if you're more accurate, you can um, you can kill the guy you have in front of you faster. You know, sometimes less than a second, but I think it can really help. You know, that's why the two mod have, uh, I think, um, um, their um, the place in the game. Okay, it's just I found it two very different experiences, as you say, and uh, as much as I prefer the first-person mode for its intensity, I found the third-person view easier to see what everyone else, what was going on around me. As you said, you have a very different view. You have a, it's you can see, but you're less accurate and uh, uh, um, shooting, which is so you got this balance between the accuracy in the first person but reduced view whereas in the third person you see more what's going on around you but yeah it's great it's a good balance and again it's something I wanted to bring out from you because it's an important aspect to strike vector which people don't know so I appreciate that I did have one question um, but I don't think I really like it very much. It's basically, I think we've covered it. You've actually made a first-person shooter in spaceships, and you said it many <laughs> times. Why have you done this? Well, because we wanted to. I mean, it's, that's so. It wasn't a very deep question. I'm not sure why I wrote that one, but uh, I think I wanted to get out of you really that aspect of of the game, the aspect <laughs> of the game that I find the most entertaining. Um, one final question, which is that many of my listeners are going to want to know, is. Um, you've already spoken about EX. We're here to talk about EX. Are any of the enhancements from EX going to make it onto the PC version, or is that now parked and you've moved on? Uh, you know, we 
we started to do this game, you know, for um, uh, the PS4 and the Xbox One um, uh, first, and uh, we see a lot of comments, you know, of people who want uh, to get this game on PC. So yeah. we are really um, uh, thinking about uh, making something for PC uh, also, but we we don't know the way how to do it for the moment. So okay. we are really focusing for the the console version. But yeah, many people, uh, you know, all our community really want this game. So yeah, yeah we. We want people are happy with our game, so we, yeah. we are always open for this kind of of thing. It, it, it's be interesting because you're making the content for the console. It would be it would be uh, nice to see it on the PC as well. But of course, that is entirely on on you, and it's not entirely up to, <laughs> to do that. So just to sum up, then, uh, Strike Fighter EX, it's heading to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Yes. Yes. And um, have you found working on those machines okay? I mean, they are very PC-like, aren't they? Uh, when uh, you know, mean as um, hardware? Um, yes. I well, think it's yeah. like I think they are just PC, but uh, like uh, with uh, you know PC from seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they are very old. You know? uh, uh, I've tried the game, you know, uh, EX on my very old uh, PC from uh, maybe five years old. Right. It was like a regular PC, you know, very regular, and it's running much better than uh, the PS4 and Xbox One. I think those consoles are uh, very, very, uh, very old <laughs> already. So I had no yeah. idea. I mean, I have a gaming PC as well. I know you do, and it's uh, <laughs> a very liberating experience. You can play all sorts of games. In it's like when I play the, um, the Fallout games or Skyrim. I always buy them on PC because not because of the elitist, but because the view the, the view is so much greater. You know, it's just you can see far into the distance when you're playing the PC version, and that was always um, advantageous to when you're playing um, games like that. So, yeah, I know what you I know what you mean. Interesting to know <laughs> that. Um, but the controllers have improved a lot over the over the years, haven't they? Yes, but uh, we we um we didn't just work the you know the controller experience you know yeah because uh, you know after uh, launching the PC version we we learned maybe uh, so many things um, you know uh, feedback from people you know uh, you know people have a bad experience because uh, they don't have a sort of campaign to learn the basics you know all the feedbacks you know who you know. Um, Make people people uh, frustrating, and you know um, how could they have a, a better experience with this game? And, and I think this the Stravector EX is the game we should have released um, uh, from the beginning because uh, we I think we done all the resolved all the problematic and um, in, than the PC version we we had in the PC version. So okay, uh, yes, we are, we really want to see how people will. Um, uh, you know, uh, will play the game now, you know, because there is a sort of campaign, so they can really learn the game, you know, uh, with, uh, you know, uh, they can take the time they want, uh, they can have fun, you know, uh, and uh, they can practice in multiplayer. I think the game offers a really very cool experience, so you yes. can play the way you want, you can yes. play uh, alone, you can play with people, with your friends, 
so yeah, I'm pretty excited with uh, with this uh, launch, you know. As am I, uh, which is why I've got you on the show. Um, <laughs> so what? When is it coming out again? Uh, it's uh, the first uh, quarter of um, uh, 2016. Okay. So, so we yeah. can't say exactly when it is, but... Uh, yeah. That's a really good time uh, yes. to release a new game because there's nothing else coming out. Um, yes. <laughs> very good. It's nice. Yes. I think it's better for indie developer, yeah. you know. Yeah. I think indie developers should release in the first week of January and sometime in the first week of August. Brilliant. <laughs> because there's, there's, <laughs> That's the best time. <laughs> it's just that. It's, be- it's dead. It's just dead. Yeah, you 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 can't be visible, you know. No. You, so you, when you, really you do not exist. Yeah, and people just got their new PS4s and the Christmas and stuff, and you know, they want <laughs> to, you know, show it off. And what better way than to play Strike Vector EX? Um, Paul, thank <laughs> you. So. Yeah, no, I know so. Paul, thank you very very much for for being on the show. I really appreciate uh, sharing your thoughts with us and and um, talking about this excellent game. Um, I am looking forward to its release in the new year. Um, cool. um, so, uh, and I wish you the very, very best of luck with it. I'd love to have you back on um, when you've got something else lined up, whatever that may be. You might be working on it already. Most developers are working <laughs> on multiple projects that they can't talk about. That's great. I love that. It, it, it fills me full of hope for the future. So, Paul, <laughs> thank you very much for being on the show. Appreciate it. Thank you for you too. It was very, very cool. And so ends another episode of the Sausage Factory. Do leave us an iTunes review. And you can also, don't forget, listen to us on Stitcher.com. So just go to Stitcher.com and you can stream the show from there. You just look up the Sausage Factory and you can find us. That'd be great. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris O'Regan, no apostrophe. And uh, if you want to email me any feedback on the show, or actually you're a developer who listen to this show and want your game featured on it, please do email me at chris at spong.com. Bye!